0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast where we watch a TV movie and then talk about it. My name's Sam, and my God, everyone must have been so hot in the past. I mean, three (laughs) layers, heavy wooden clothing, marching around Spain, harassing
1: the natives. Good Lord, past, what's going on? Too hot. (laughs) Uh, and I'm Joe. Apparently, I'm the only kind of only person that actually manages to make this show every week. Um, uh, we have two ears, but only one mouth. So a good leader will listen twice as much as he shouts. <laughs> Fuck off, you bastard! There it is. There it is. Welcome
0: to what was nearly nearly the most Yorkshire episode, um, probably of anything on the internet ever. Uh, however, mm-hmm. our. Moderately esteemable colleague Dave has not been able to make it to this episode, leaving only one Yorkshireman and someone who was born in the Midlands, grew up in Wales, and now lives in Scotland. So no <laughs> real connection to uh, to Yorkshire, really. We've got here.
1: I mean, Any guesses as to what we're I was, doing? Joe? I was born there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, since I've watched it, it would be a bit pretty stupid if I started guessing. To be fair, um, so I know <laughs> what we watched. <laughs>
0: And so does the audience um, because they read the thing at the start. We are doing Sharps yes. rifles. We're doing Sharps rifles, yes. which is a, t- yeah. a TV movie, um, and uh, you know, like I think maybe on the on the lower end of the production values that we've for, for TV um, or movies This that cost we've done all before?
1: of this cost all of fifteen pence and fourteen <laughs> pence of that was, was um, Sean Bean's um, pay. The other pence went on like the costumes and the rest of the actors. They just like shaved a few bits off a penny. Flights um, to the Crimea,
0: or, or to Crimea, yeah. fact, <laughs> I think it was it was was probably the other cost uh, as to where this was shot. Yeah, this is this is like a new one for us. Have we ever done a TV movie before? I
1: don't think we have. I don't think I don't think we have because it, it is it's a bit of a different one because it's a pilot, but it's a pilot movie almost. Um, But obviously, it didn't just come out of anywhere. It did come out of the um, Bernard Cornwell books um, about Sharp. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, it didn't come out of anywhere, I guess. And it was extremely, um, you know, extremely popular books. So, I guess the kind of success of these TV films isn't overly surprising.
0: No, Um, no. I'm going to suggest that perhaps our audience might not have um, heard of these, especially if you are outside of the UK, although Bernard Cornwell... Uh, his books are very popular,
1: but mm-hmm. probably this better like, known now actually for his um, the Last Kingdom that's been recently on Netflix. That's another TV series that came from books by Bernard Cornwell. So um, yeah, that's probably yeah. Uh-huh. probably uh, better known for that.
0: Yeah. So Sharp's Rifles is the first episode of this TV show, and basically we're um, following around a, uh, a, a a grizzled Yorkshireman in Sean Bean. Um, as he, <laughs> you know, jollies round Fran- uh, Spain, really chasing Napoleon. Yeah, that's kind of that's yeah. kind of the thing. You know, it's killing, killing wars. Frenchies, mm-hmm. telling them
1: all to fuck off and the bastards. You know, it's it's kind of his his bag. Other Different thing to com- mention: we're off, we're back to the nineties as well. How oh, oh, we've missed you. We've the missed 90s. these nineties. I oh, such fav- a simpler time.
0: <laughs> our favorite place to be when it's all when we were children and we were comforted
1: by our parents. <laughs> now the economy are... wasn't down the drain, no pandemics. You know we've been over this before. All the usual good stuff. All the usual good stuff. So
0: let's get into let's get into Sharps Rifle by. I think acknowledging straight off the bat that we are massive history nerds, aren't we, Joe? That this is oh yeah, this is where we met. We all three of us met in uni doing history and. I think we've continued that um, appreciation mm-hmm. of cool wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah. That's a cool <laughs> war. I think the Peninsula
1: War, um, is a cool war, isn't it? Like that's is this it is, is. This, is very, very cool this is Napoleon. This is turn of the and turn of the century. We've, we've all read some of these books as well, although not I've not got as far as it's a little bit strange the kind of the T V series is kind of out of out of sync, depending on how you've read it. So Speaking to our expert, which is Dave, who's read all of the books and watched all of the TV movies, uh, but unfortunately can't make it. um, It sounds what happened was Sharp's Rifle was the first book that Bernard Cornwell wrote, Mm -hmm. Um, and then these TV episodes were released, and he loved them. Um, He even changed Sharp's appearance in the books to match Sean Bean more because he loved Sean Bean as Sharp so much. (laughs) Really, Um, and then he went back. And wrote um, the, the the ones that we've written. So that if you read it chronologically, the books, you, the ones you start with, would be Sharp's Tiger, so which is set before this, but oh. because because he wrote them after Sharp's Rifles. Sharp's Rifle is the first in the TV movies. So I think there's a really like awkward one with the later TV movies where they have um, Sharp supposed to be like a younger Sharp um and um he actually looks older because it was filmed afterwards so yeah a uh, bit of a weird one
0: yeah yeah it is weird it's a good example i think of um of like a tv uh, a writer who is kind of like happy with the the movie um version of his tv show because mm-hmm. uh, of, of his works because often you don't get much of that you don't get many people who are like you know, not outraged at the how their TV um the the interpretation of their book has the TV. they're all kind of outraged by that. and it's kind of a rare thing to do just to rewrite your character on the basis of him looking different, I think is is really cool. like good for Bernard Cornwall for not being so goddamn yeah. precious about his, his and um, he
1: almost he almost didn't actually get the part as well. It actually went to um Sean Bean Paul this McGann. Is, yeah, Sean Bean almost didn't get the it Actually went to Paul McGann. Um and he um he actually injured himself so couldn't play the role. Um mm-hmm. which is why um it went to Sean Bean. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, interesting fact. Paul McGann, who who you ask, um he played the eighth inca- incarnation of the Doctor in the nineteen ninety six Doctor Who television film, apparently. Um <laughs> <I'm laughs> pulling that one. From the weeds, yeah, I would,
0: yeah, I would pause uh,
1: You know what? You know what? You know what's even like funnier is the fact that Sean Bean is probably like the only recognizable actor in this series now. So if he wasn't even in Sharp, like <laughs> there is nobody, there is there is not a single actor in there. Anybody would go, oh, yeah, that guy. No, none of them. Other than Brian Cox,
0: the Brian Cox, of course, no, Brian not, Cox, not the physicist, the um, the, 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 the grumpy Scottish <laughs> actor. Brian Cox, who um, is kind of funny. Should we should we go through the plot? Have, have have you got a rough idea in your head of the plot? I've got a summary so, here. Um, yeah, you
1: go go with the summary. Well, let's let's so let's start.
0: It's 1809. The year is 1809, and the, um, the 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 British are gallivanting around France and Spain, trying to stop Napoleon from doing his thing, which is to basically take over all of Europe and we get to we we meet Richard Sharp who is our titular character who is a lowly scrub sergeant he is like <laughs> he is like the dirt he's but, a peasant not quite like not quite uh, what's private is it would that be the lower yeah. sergeant yeah. harry kim yes yeah yeah exactly harry kim levels low 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 level so he's he's like the dirt and what he manages to do mostly through being in the right place at the right time, is save um, Arthur
1: Wellesley. It's, it's, Lord... it's the very first like, clip of the show as well, isn't it? It's like you get this clip of, of Wellesley, for some reason inexplicably in hostile territory, which would never ever happen in any army, riding out on his own into like enemy territory on his horse. And funnily enough, there's Frenchies out there. You yeah. immediately see him and start chasing him, and he falls off his horse, and he's going to be captured, probably killed, whatever. And Sharp, being Sharp, decides to like, well, decides to save him. Sees this, runs over, and bravely, like you know, kills all the Frenchies and saves Wellesley.
0: Arthur Wellesley being Lord Wellington, like the Wellington. Sometimes the Wellington.
1: that's I think this is before he was. Again, it's Dave's Dave's hero. Um, it's a shame he's uh-huh. missing this. He would be, you know, waxing lyrical, lyrical over over Wellington right now.
0: Yeah, played played by um, David Trotton, who I, I, I think we're fairly certain, aren't we, that he has a fake nose on because because yeah. Wellington is renowned <laughs> for, for having a giant um, giant nose, and this is this is like it's it's you know taking at your eye levels. I'm, there's a couple of scenes where I think Brian Cox is just a little bit too close. And I think he's gonna he's got a you know potential injury going on here. Um, it's quite fun, you know, it's quite quite a fun kind of little interpretation of, of Wellington, really, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't see him too much after this first kind of episode. He rewards Sharp for saving him by promoting him. Um. So, you know, Sharp gets his own company, effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Sharp disappears off to join his company, and that's more or less the last you see of Wellington North. I think you see him again briefly at the end. That's Assuming kind the of end, it, really. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so th- things that things that I think are fun in this is that obviously you've got your lowly sergeant managing to save uh, mm-hmm. Lord Wellington. Field commissions—that's a fun thing, uh, isn't it? Where someone yeah. gets promoted during above their station. Uh, yes, during the battle, and and that's a big thing about Sharp. And it's kind of—I think it's kind of a clever thing that Bernard Cornwell managed to do in his um, in his in his books is. Like, Sharp's very plucky and I think it. it this would be such a different um, character if he was an officer if he was an actual officer mm-hmm. and not this, this scrub who's been promoted above his station as you say to become a lieutenant because he then gets the worst of both worlds he gets the, the, the actual commissioned officers who are all posh bastards who don't do any fighting mm-hmm. they don't like him and then the the men that he's in command of don't respect him either, <laughs> which which seems like I, I you know if if you had one of your one of your own if you had a fellow scrub promoted up, yeah, then you might respect him a little bit more. But that's obviously not how it worked. So no, I mean
1: it, the the whole thing's kind of following Richard Sharp's adversity of like trying to survive in a world where like he's trying to be killed by not only by the French but also by his own men and then also by the officers that are supposed to be the same rank as him who yes. resent the fact he came up through the ranks because you know it wasn't heard and, and one of one of the men like I think what he describes them as there's two types of officer there's murdering officers and killing officers um mm. the one the killing officer gets you killed by accident uh, through like either being too brave or you, you know he doesn't mean to get you killed and the murdering officers um are the ones who just get you killed on purpose don't really care you just fodder for them to get killed um and it's yeah it's it's quite an interesting kind of look at i guess this idea of somebody it, during the, you know, the 19th century early 19th century being promoted from the ranks um above his station as i say um yeah
0: yeah, it's kind of a. I think it's a good. It is. It is a good exploration. I think the books as well are like interesting in that you get to really dive into a world that's that's very alien. Like I'm not. I think Bernard pretty good at the the historical accuracy. But to be yeah. honest, who who cares? Like yeah, even the you there for, is it really? I don't. I don't give a shit if they're wearing yeah. the wrong fucking jumper
1: or which is what, a good what, thing because these costumes they they literally stitched together <laughs> with whatever material they had. <laughs>
0: There's your 6p on this 12p budget, blown on the
1: costumes. Yeah. And I, I, they all just shared all the jackets as well. There's like three jackets, say. actually. Right, um. everyone,
0: reset, take your jacket off, give it to that guy, change the camera angles, and then we'll shoot it again.
1: <laughs> if he's in different... the background, you don't need him in proper uniform. Just put him in a blue jacket. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's fine with your Nikes on, mate. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> it does. It does look... Let's let's talk about before before we go on to the rest of the plot. Let's talk about some of the production values because I think, <laughs> and, and and let's also talk about TV movies in general because I I kind of I kind of have this um, this nostalgic warmth. Fucking, of course, I have nostalgic warmth. I'm, I've got a podcast, but I have I have this nostalgic warmth about TV movies because there's something just like comforting about these these. These pretty crap, um, yeah. There's a reason they're straight
1: to TV as well. There's a reason they're straight to TV, and it's because the crap basically,
0: (laughs) yeah. It's because they couldn't, they couldn't like get all of the production that they needed, uh, all the production money they needed to, to, to kind of get this made properly, but. I I think for something like this, though, this is the type of. This is kind of perfect. It's kind of perfect. It's a perfect. You you know what it is?
1: It's almost like, you know, TV movies, a lot of them are like almost fan service. Um, So a lot of TV movies you get, it's like shows or books or. Things that you know already have a lot of fans, so they make a movie. So the most most you know recent one for me is Psych. Psych are now doing straight to TV movies um. Um, after doing a TV series. So there's now been two of them, and I think they plan they've got another one planned. I think they're going to do five or six of them. Um, and it's just a way for them, like, you, you know, watching them, they are trash. Like, somebody who wasn't a psych fan, so say, even you, Sam, who's maybe seen a few episodes or whatever, if you went to watch these two movies, you would watch them and say, that is fucking awful. <laughs> and, and they are, because there's almost no plot to them. Um, <laughs> yes. There's no real plot, and what plot there is isn't interesting. It, it's just like Sean Spencer um, and Gus and Jules and Lassie, just kind of you know lip service to the fans coming back and having a, a great time, mm-hmm. um, and that's what all that's about. And a lot of TV movies are kind of like that. There's no real quality in them, um, but some of them are just it's, yeah excellent. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think of um, the. The Blackadder back and forth is maybe yes. the one that I would the Christmas I would, Christmas one. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. It's not really a particularly good episode <laughs> of Blackadder. I think it's maybe forty minutes. I don't think. It, I mean, does that even class as a TV movie? Maybe that's an extended episode. But still, the point is, we are going to take something that we we know and we're going to do it. You know, in a kind of in a different way, but then mm-hmm. this is this is unique, I think, because it is entirely um, new, and we didn't have a sharp TV series before this. So, I think we're perfectly um, in our rights to to release this episode on a Monday, when it will be released, because I think it, it's it's ninety minutes long. It's a you know it's a it's a film, and yeah. I think it's pretty cool that they managed to make. Um, uh, you know, however many of these I'm just having a look now. How many they managed to make? And uh, sixteen episodes, sixteen films.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot
0: of them. You know what I so, mean? And I think yeah. the last one was was like two hours. So. So, so this was
1: this was released on a Wednesday, the fifth of May, nineteen ninety three. So you know, it's not on a weekend. <laughs> Wednesday. I just looked it up by the way, I didn't know that. I was like, What day was that? Yeah, a, Wednesday. a weekend it was a Wednesday. Probably um, about
0: four o'clock in the afternoon. I mean that's that's, yes. that's the type of feel that we've got going on here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, it will have had fans because of the because of the books. You know, there will have been people who were like, Oh shit, they've made sharp books. Um yeah. so people will have been, you know, looking out for this I guess. Um but
0: yeah. It's it's always funny, and I think it's one of those things that we we kind of we we don't appreciate anymore because of the absolute um, flood of content that we constantly yeah. have streaming past our eyeballs. Like,
1: TV it. movies are like you know they're going to be a thing of the past before too long because if there's going to be a straight TV, it's going to go to like Netflix, which I know it's not too dissimilar, but at the same time, it's not the same as a straight TV movie like this was. Yeah, yeah um, but it's,
0: I mean, I mean that's what effectively a ten episode run is. You know, it's a couple or two or three movies, isn't it? And that's that's yeah. the you know they, they they maybe split them up into individual segments, but effectively we're having the same the same thing yeah. but done in a different way. So it's yeah, maybe that discrete package is not something we're going to see anymore because we we'll just call it a movie. It's not going to be on TV because <laughs> who's watching TV anymore? Just old people. That's all. That's old old
1: people. old people and us. I mean, yeah, I mean gonna... like I mean like terrestrial TV. Like. Oh, terrestrial TV. I don't even have an aerial. these these
0: goddamn millennials without their aerials so let's go back to the plot let's talk about um the reason let's talk about the kind of the the premise of this and it's kind of fun and i don't know maybe you could you could google some of the history of, of this but basically Wellesley has no money left. He is totally, utterly skint, and he is like days away from 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 not paying his troops. Um, for three months. I don't, I don't months. know about the
1: the skint thing, but he certainly had limited resources during the Peninsula Campaign, so he yeah. had to fight a defensive um a d- defensive war rather than uh, offensive um he obviously you know he did march into th- through spain and you know into portugal and uh, through portugal and into spain and things like that but then he was forced to fight a defensive war which was extremely successful um but it wasn't so he was limited in terms of resources but i wouldn't think this is overly accurate on that sort of thing yeah. he doesn't try to go into too much detail which is probably for the best because that's when you start to like run the risk of getting stuff wrong and it's um,
0: and it's kind of like the, the idea then is that
1: um, he,
0: Wellesley needs the money. However, he's managed to arrange a loan from the Rothschild Bank.
1: Yeah, there's a funny, there's a funny quote, isn't there, where um, they say to Sharp, they're like, what do you do when you need money, Sharp? And he goes, do without, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, you get a loan. You get a loan, yeah. <laughs> and Sharp's yeah. like, a loan?
0: See, again, that's why that's why Sharp's so lovable because you can relate to him of like, oh yeah, he's a he's a he's poor and a scrub, too. I, I that's I, yeah, I don't have any money. I'm I i can not get a loan, just because I've got no. You know, it's it's great. It's a great it's a great little uh a little touch, isn't it? It is. So they're trying to find. They're basically trying to find James Rothschild, who set out from Vienna, with, with like, with a bit of money, with a bit of paper. Excuse me, basically saying. Yes, you can have the money now. I don't necessarily know <laughs> why, why a member of the, of the Rothschild family, specifically himself, needs to come and do this. Like it seems like that's not a good use of, you know, the executive of this bank, or or, or whatever. Even if he's like the junior vice president of the mailroom, like why mm-hmm. is he? Why why can't we just send a courier, you're d- you're disguised as a I I I I don't know. I don't know. But that's what they decide to do. And so Sharp's job Sharp's job is to basically secretly go and find these this this man and get him back to Wellesley so he can go. Can I have any money? And he will go. Yes. And that's it. <laughs> which. <laughs> and which then he
1: we, can use these promises to pay his soldiers with other bits of paper. Um, yes, basically. <laughs> Because soldiers are, like, you know, commonly so, like, understanding when it comes to lack of pay. Yeah. Uh, like they want mutiny at all.
0: He's got an IOU for the bank to... to you know, I don't really know where he's getting the money from. And
1: <laughs> he, also, he, he would be getting shivved by his men within seconds. Yeah. Also, this is in, paper. This can't get me a wench.
0: You're at war in, in fucking Spain, so just go and rob a bank. You know? <laughs> or just, like... As much... You're, as also, you're
1: as... also, like, fighting for the Spanish. You'd think they'd be more willing to help you out a little bit, you know? It's not and like you're in France. And
0: even if you're not, you know, all right, men, as much wheat as you can carry. <laughs> 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 like...
1: Yeah, who, who's going to argue with, like, a man with a gun, really? Exactly. Um, <laughs> other than the French, but, you know, they're just on the way <laughs> yeah. anyway. And that's um... called a war, Joe, <laughs> 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 I think is what you're,
0: you're getting to there. So then we basically get this, like, adventure trail of them walking through he's
1: he's introduced to his men isn't he so he's led through and introduced to his men who are like this you know they're meant to be these rifles they're they're referred to as chosen men Um, and and like he meets up with them and they're like a bunch of like misfits and you know um, just kind of he, he walks in on them and they're all asleep and you know he gets into a fight with one of them who by the way it has to be like probably the best performance, um, I think in the thing. I mean, I, I love Sean Bean, obviously. Um, but I think, um, um, I do think that, um, is it Harvey, isn't it? He plays Darrow O'Malley, Patrick Harper. Um, yeah, is just like absolutely stunning. Um, the performance he gives, um, and they get into a fight, and Sharp obviously gets the better end of it because he's sharp, but he's caught fighting by his officer. and Well, um, and, and and later on, the fight that they have is
0: like you don't see fights like this in in your in your Hollywood movies. Yeah, you know there is there is fingers in noses and eyes, and like there you know kicking
1: each other in the balls. In the and... balls,
0: one guy th- he, the, the Harper throws up halfway yeah. through he <laughs> because does. he's been punched in the in the in the stomach or whatever or the liver, like and you think. God damn it! This is a proper good. This is but a proper it's, good fight. Isn't it's it?
1: also kind of like highlighting that Sharp doesn't fight like an officer. You know, he fights like one of the men, so yeah. he doesn't belong at the level he is. You know, he's one of them really, and and the men know that as well. They they kind of like you know they don't trust him. They don't believe in him. Um. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, they, then the the what the marching through um, and they're trying to reach um, a town. And they get ambushed by the French. So um, the officer who doesn't like Sharp, the captain doesn't like Sharp because um, he's come up through the ranks, basically sends him off to scout ahead after a long march. Everybody else starts making camp. And while Sharp's like at the top of this ridge, the French attack and kill every single one of them. Um, Sharp's the only one only one left. Um, him and his few men um, stood on the hillside watched them all get killed. And there's that great um,
0: tension, isn't there, that he knows he they're, they're on this hillside because he, he was like... Uh, we're not sitting in this fucking valley. Get up the hill. Yeah. We're gonna scout up here because we need. And so there's this great bit where, where he's like, "Dude, nobody makes a sound," because yeah. he knows his mission is to, um, it's it's to go north and deliver this, you know, to mm-hmm. to, to bring back this this Rothschild, not to, to even protect the troops that he's there to.
1: To, to, and I think there's also that realization from him that like even if they join the fight the fight's lost you know there's nothing they can do yeah so they've just got to kind of you know, yeah they need to survive to kind of yeah finish the mission sort of thing so but then the men try and mutiny um, and there's this great bit where they're arguing because he wants to um, he wants to keep going south which is what his orders were and his men um, led by uh, Patrick Harper. And tell him that they don't march south; they're going north, um, uh, which is really, really, really fun little bit. And then the Spanish arrive um, and um, ask them to accompany them um, to the town that they're going to. Basically, yeah.
0: Let's let's pause there and let's let because I think this is maybe where we start to get a little bit off the rails with with this. <laughs> so the chosen men thing. This is something I was I was like googling half heartedly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those ones I think you don't I, I've, not, I've never heard that before but basically I'm looking up this is effectively the Lance Corporal which I think is like a a fairly low level of a thing of, of a rank mm-hmm. um, but it's something that was used in, in the Napoleonic Wars as like a precursor so basically mm-hmm. they hadn't introduced the, 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 <laughs> the Lance Corporals yet they were just like um, you're just chosen men so what, and what does that mean not really not much just
1: uh, we we chose you now run been, at those people over there with big guns
0: you've been chosen is yeah. there any pay upgrade no no not really so is there any like <laughs> progression we need to take no not particularly either you'll be fine don't worry so, about it man so basically i've got all the danger all of the um peril and you know the potential to mm-hmm. die and none of the rewards absolutely welcome to the british army that's kind of what's going on here. <laughs> also, go charge
1: at those guys with the big cannons.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Please do that, and then we'll make a we'll make a poem about it in hundred years. Um, the, the the other the other thing is that uh, Har- Harper is Irish, and he is. that's kind of an interesting thing, isn't it? Having an Irishman in the British Army because you know Britain not really covering herself in glory. In in the in the uh, the nineteenth century in Ireland, like we we are. I mean, it was kind bad, of it was horrible. kind of
1: their bag, you know. Send send the Scottish, send the Irish to the death. That way, the British, you know, the more important English, don't die. You know, um, there was a yeah. lot of Highland regiments. There was a lot of a lot of, of um, Irish regiments. Um, mm-hmm. Not always sent that the. the um, <laughs> Uh, the the um, kind of agreement just kind of uh, well we want you to go over there anyway and you know if you send them over to like the peninsula or to India where a lot of them served as well there's not a lot of they can do because it's not as though they can just like run away. Um, because if they do, where are they going to go? They're not going to be able to get back to Scotland or to Ireland, are they? So if you put them serving abroad, then it kind of solves the issue. And you're
0: not not blending in with those accents, are you? Not a chance. (laughs) Or or indeed that complexion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ginger, Ginger hair walking around India like you're going to show up quite literally pretty quickly in terms of yes yeah. yeah yeah you're not
1: you're going to stand out quite badly and if the british army don't catch you there's a good chance that like the locals will kill you so you know you might as well you, you, you might as well kind of like take the risk and stay in the army until you get sent home
0: you know you know the whole uh, while watching this and also reading the books i'm kind of like fascinated by um you know napoleon wars and stuff is very interesting there is a little bit of me that's kind of you know, that schoolboy thing of like, oh, how cool would it be to have a rifle and marching round Spain and like and and you know, that's that's as soon as you're actually faced with the reality. Yeah. It's fine until
1: someone starts shooting back at you. It reminds yeah. me of that scene in in Blackadder Goes Forth in the last episode, where like he's talking to um, Hague and he's talking about like a really sharp watermelon. It's all fun when you're like serving in Africa and like the uh, the people you're facing have like no no decent weaponry whatsoever. Um, but <laughs> when you're fighting against people like France, um, you, you, you know they have a weaponry that is equally um, impressive as your own. Um, it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> I'd be happy walking around with a rifle up to the point where someone starts shooting me back. That's everyone's got a,
0: everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Joe. To be honest, that I is... don't.
1: I, I don't even want to fire a rifle myself. I want to walk around with it because it's cool, but I don't have to fire it <laughs> at somebody. Welcome to reenacting.
0: This is what you could do, Joe. There's a good. There's a good thing in the um, in the. I think it's uh, I think it's probably yeah it'll be used in in the in, in in Spain as well but in India I know there was a, a, a band of soldiers called the forlorn hope and basically
1: what their what their job was was it's, to it's never, never never doesn't sound like a good thing to be in to be honest <laughs> it doesn't does it for... do you want to join the forlorn hope i'm good thanks <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do well you'll see so basically
0: let me read from Wikipedia it says Florida Hope is a band of soldiers or other combatants chosen to take the vanguard yep, as in the first people in in the military operation. Such as a suicidal assault through the kill zone <laughs> of a defensive position where the risk of casualties is high.
1: <laughs> I mean, you'd think like to recruit people into this you'd need to give it a bit of a like, you know, shinier name. You know, like the the, the massive hope. Or something, you know. It doesn't have to be something ex- extravagant, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you'd think yeah. so.
0: So let's just read that again. Suicidal assault through the kill zone <laughs> of a d- defended position with a risk of casualties. is high. love it. Love do, it.
1: Do you want to join the forlorn hope?
0: No. <laughs> oh. uh, that's a rhetorical question. Get in the fucking, uh, get in line, <laughs> soldier. Tough. It's, so so. these things, and watching, watching this as well. Through some quite like okay effects, I think in terms of the blood mm-hmm. and, and the, the gore and the other stuff, you do you do go, God fucking damn it! Why would anyone do this? Why would mm. anyone subject themselves, to to living but like this? That,
1: that's another bit that's pretty cool in this because one of the ones in Sharp's um, regiment or um, in his rifles um, actually mentions the reason he was joined. He was basically given a choice between like mm. joining the regiment. Or I can't remember whether he was just going to be in prison for like a long time, or actually being, um, you know, hung. So he had like no choice. It's either you stay alive and fight in the in the army and probably die anyway, but you might get a few more years, or you yeah. you know get one of hung. one of them said the magistrate invited yeah. me,
0: yeah, or, or or something to that effect, didn't yeah. They? Which is
1: yeah. so, which again is another thing that did actually happen. You know, people were forced to, oh well, given the option um if they'd committed a crime, um, of like joining the military or um, you know, having to pay the penalty for whatever it had that they'd committed. Um, so again, another cool little aspect of, of this.
0: Well exactly, and there's a few different examples. I think and and from the book, Sharps are pretty he lives in, you know, poverty. He's he's very um a very difficult life and an orphan, perhaps even maybe. I can't
1: quite remember. I think I think he talks about how his mother was a whore and he was brought up in an orphanage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of there's lots of and
0: so you, again, it's like I kind of like about the the Cornwell books is it doesn't really gloss over. Um, it's not like glorifying all the time. You know, um, in terms of what's actually going on and what life was like these people never mind the people they went around killing you know and and all of the horrible pillage that occurred (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i mean that's bad as well war is hell i think is is what we'll go for yeah Um, yeah i
1: mean if you can avoid being in the army then you know i would i would suggest it i mean because it's not really in this but you 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 know um you did have forced impressment as well Um, it's more famous for the navy um uh, where you had the press gangs that went round and literally like forced anybody that was had any sailing experience to, to, into the navy, um, they would Terrifying. literally like yeah they would literally like abduct them onto a ship and then sail away and then they're stuck in the middle of the ocean. So how can they get home? They have no choice but to serve. <laughs> I mean, and this and this was this was literally the law. It was it was
0: like, they they weren't just they weren't just. In- allowed to do it they were actively (laughs) encouraged by the fucking government
1: yeah and there was a period as well after um the first um just after america had um Gained its independence, where British ships were still pressing American Americans into serving into the British Navy, even though a part of the agreement in the um, independence was that like they wouldn't be able to because they're not British anymore. So, <laughs> yet the British Navy was still impressing men who were Americans, and they knew they were Americans because they knew it would take like you know months for like the Americans to go. That guy, he's ours. Stop it. So you know they'd get a few months' service out of this person before he could do anything about it. <laughs>
0: terrifying um, terrifying yeah. but, but we digress we digress into history cast and I don't really care about that I'm quite happy no, this is interesting stuff let's so we've we've gone back to the Spanish I think the Spanish have just arrived
1: yep the Spanish arrived um, and they they want their help um, effectively, yeah. and you're right. It kind of goes downhill a little bit from this point. So uh, I'm loving it up to this point. I'm like, yeah. wow, I love these books. This is a great,
0: re- uh, great telling of of this story. Sharp <laughs> is awesome. The poem. Sean Bean's great. You cool. know, you know, like it looks all right. It's in the, I think it was shot in the Crimea, as we said. You know, and-
1: Frenchies getting the backsides kicked. What more can you want, really?
0: everyone's having fun and that's good and then these spanish turn up with this like shaky mission to deliver a box yes to a town and you can, and and even then i'm like that seems weird like what could they possibly have that would be mm-hmm. so important i mean they certainly don't have a they, they
1: certainly don't have a bank note saying yes you can borrow money <laughs> or something <laughs> as important <laughs> as that no um no I think they say it's papers, don't they? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it,
0: and it turns out... Yes, that it is, because...
1: Because um, Harper says to sh- to, I'm going to say Sean Bean, um, to to Sharp. Um, yeah, sure. He says to Sharp, he's like, this. they say those are papers, but that box isn't heavy enough for papers. When they lift it, it's dead light. So that's like the the, the start of it. And he's just arrested Harper at this point because they had another fight, um, and he's had him arrested, and he's going to like deliver him um, to the British army to be killed for for mutiny. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's tied to a horse at this point. Um, <laughs> are also they, they, we've also got um, we
0: we've, we've got the, the love interest Teresa yes. haven't we making sex um, eyes
1: from the minute they meet.
0: I know. I mean, good lord, you know you're in the middle of a war. Maybe you just calm down and, a and little this, bit. And this this
1: this woman's had like an e- equally like turbulent few years as well. Like the French came and like killed all the family and raped her and you know, so she's not had fun the last few years. Um, no, but look it at does not being it does not suit. does not portray the French in a good light. This this show. <laughs> We could
0: just no, say that. No, probably yeah. Do you think do you think this was um rebroadcast in France?
1: <laughs> I'm not so sure it would be. I
0: mean not, not that not that we're sitting here reliving the glory of, of of the peninsula wars at all, but maybe the French would just wouldn't be that interested in it. Like I'm not I'm not suggesting they would they'd, they'd still be bitter about it, but maybe. I don't know. Um, so this is fine. So all right, okay, okay, we'll, okay, we'll go along with this passage, even though specifically you were told to go to this town and then go into a different town. But that's okay because I guess Whatever. it's on the way, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah. And then we get to the most ridiculous, just stupid part of this story, which is they 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 come across this carriage in the middle of this obvious trap of a town. Which is only there so that they can distract. And
1: they've left, left their precious box of papers just outside with like three people plus har- um, Harper tied to a horse. Yeah, this IRS That's the code. other stupid thing. They're like, this town, you can see it's on fire, so they know the French have probably been there, so they take every single man by like three into this town where you know the French have been, probably still might be. Even, and though, leave it's not, this even precious though it's box. not the
0: town that, they, that they're going no, for because they're no. going for this specific town for reasons which we will, we'll talk about in a second. Like All of that is stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. And I don't know if it's exactly like that in the books. It's stupid as hell in the books as well, if it is. Yes. But basically, they come across this carriage and inside is two people. This is a man, a woman, and a man very obviously dressed up as a woman.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's clear the moment you see you're like... It's clear that's, to us. That is that is not wife? clear to them.
0: That is white. I don't
1: understand why because because it looks
0: it just it just it just doesn't.
1: Again, they clearly didn't have the money to like make it any like less obvious. It's yeah, just like, kind and it's, of
0: it's obviously nothing against like how the person looked. It's more that just it's just really clear that it's a bloke mm-hmm. and that he's pretending to be a woman and he's like. Tittering away and like have you know almost like a yeah and over. like
1: part of the way that they kind of so I think that, again they also make it obvious for like comedy value because you know there's this scene when they're in the the carriage and Sharp's falling asleep, um and the guy lights a cigarette and then gives it <laughs> to the woman and then Sharp kind of wakes up a bit and, she, and she has to yeah the, and she has to quickly methodists. like hand the, the the cigarette back to to the to the man so Sharp doesn't see her smoking her him. um So, yeah, it's you know, because she clearly can't smoke. It's stupid as hell.
0: It's (laughs) stupid as hell. And this is the point, I think, where I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. If you want to do this.
1: And then, you know, the other bit that kind of like, got a bit stupid as well after they get through this town, Brian Cox reappears, Hogan, and he's like, surprised to see me sharp. A little bit. Where the (laughs) fuck did he come from? He's like, he's like, he's like Bond. He's like.
0: He's literally been following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's scenes where he'll just show up. He'll yeah. show up for one scene, like hiding in a bush. Yeah. Or. or you,
1: know, he, you know you know what it's like? It's 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 like Roger from American Dad. He just rocks up dressed in tea and,
0: I, I was going to say it's like um, Tobias in The Rest of the yes. Arm, he paint, paints himself blue. I just, and, I just blew myself. And, and he's <laughs> hiding in all these blue backgrounds,
1: you know. Like. <laughs> Are he, you surprised I, to see me, Sharp? Yes, a little bit, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's
0: and it just because it just looks so ridiculous, like why is he there what is what is his purpose he's he's the one who who with Wellington told Sharp to go and do this menial task, and then. Well, I think it's because
1: I think at this point Sharps on about like kind of deviating and leaving um, the Spanish because they're going different ways or whatever. So I think he turns up to keep him together. He's like, "Oh, you know, ter- is it Teresa? I think the woman's called. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's she's one of my agents. You have to stay and protect them. That box is important. That box is important. And what's in the box? What do we sp? What what are we spending
0: all of this time? What are the Spanish spending all this time doing? is it's a flag
1: that's it's all it is it's a very important flag to be fair you know uh-huh. it's it's the one that like the the local myth is that like when that's ra- ra- raised above a certain town a certain cathedral um, the spanish will rise up and, and throw um the french enemy out or something like that you know it's supposed to be like a beacon of hope or something you know like the beacon yeah. of Amundin, but in flag form
0: they call it a a, a gonfalon. I think is the is the, sure. is the is the word, and it's
1: it's basically like yeah, it's a flag, isn't it? It kind of says what you need here is like Aragon running round the corner, going the beacons are lit, the beacon of Amundin is lit. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what you need, like a moment like that, and all these like Spanish come running, and um, you know, Napoleon uh-huh. is like you, you know executed on the spot. Um,
0: yeah, and the idea is that if they raise this flag above the town. The, the, the
1: 12 people who can see it will, will become suddenly There's nobody in this town i mean we're, we're, we're kind of jumping ahead here you get to it's it pocket, the town pocket. is empty because yes. the French are there but the idea
0: is that they, they, <laughs> they, they, they this flag is powerful and this will you know they'll raise up and it, and it will cause the um the native spanish to you know fight rise up and fight the french and reject them and push them back now again not really sure of the history of that assume that absolutely did not happen in that way because that's stupid and to be fair to the show to be fair to this movie um, uh, Sharp's very uh, confused and kind of aghast at the whole thing as well like yeah he's, he's kind like, of
1: like it's a fucking flag what are you doing this, you idiot
0: all of this for, for a rag on a stick I think yes. is what he calls it
1: yeah but then I mean you look at it what are the British fighting for really <laughs>
0: listen sh- listen uh lifter. don't start asking questions like that because if you question the very foundation of nationalism then what the hell are we doing <laughs> why are we walking around spain just let we- we're on ireland we don't give a shit just let them have it just Yeah, napoleon's
1: it. tried an invasion didn't take we're well, fine no,
0: he- he's not getting over the the channel so it's all good it's fine <laughs> but no because of you know british pride i suppose and trade routes you
1: know, britain rules the world yeah, at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. What do we give a shit about Europe? I mean, we, <laughs> things that many, are also we, true we, in we 2021. We have fought many, many wars over far more stupid things. <laughs> yeah. um, let's be honest. <laughs> the Peninsula campaign is probably one of the more like actual, probably one of the the, the wars where they had a genuine reason to do it. Um when you compare them to some of the other wars that were fought, even even War. in that you know even in this period, you know they, they they invaded and like took India almost by accident. Oh shit, we've got <laughs> India. What do we do with this now? Uh I don't know. Make everything <laughs> worse is what yeah. we did.
0: <laughs> exactly. I just I think we should be clear that we are not massive fans of the British Empire. <laughs> like <laughs> we think it's a pretty bad thing on balance. You know, over yeah. the course of its history, so.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that—that's us now, like in the in the bad books. um, Um, Yeah,
0: we'll be, we'll be, you know, uh, the the cultural war will descend upon us, and (laughs) Um, the the
1: the other thing that we forgot to mention on this as well is um, um, so um, Harvey has now um, redeemed himself because when they left the box uh, with only like Harper, sorry. Um, has now um, redeemed himself because he when they left the box with like two or three men plus him tied to a horse um obviously the french were waiting and they were keen for this flag not to be raised because yeah why you know... do the
0: French want it why do the french want it
1: because if they that raise doesn't... this flag it's gonna it's gonna bring like the spanish people down on them sam right but let's just think about the logistics of it so they
0: go to this town presumably there's what like t- three thousand people in this town let's just say right so the three thousand people in this town they all rise up mm-hmm <laughs> Napoleon's got hundreds of thousands of men marching around Spain, so you yeah. can just send a couple of. Well,
1: batons. the other the other thing is like, could they not just like when they're raising it, like set it on fire? You know, somebody could be down below with like some sort of pitch or whatever, and fire something at it. Flag burns, job done. Sirs, the flag, a flag is up. What do we do?
0: Just, just. You know, bomb the whole place. It's fine. Oh, well, you know, if you're
1: that bothered, yeah, just, like, lay the, the town to the ground before they even arrive. You know where we they're have going. have cannons. Use the <laughs> cannons. You, <laughs> you know, know where that. they're going. They can't raise a flag if there's no buildings. But then why did the French want it? Because the,
0: the, are the French so concerned? Or do probably. they think it's something more important? That's probably what's going on. But again, this is
1: just... Yeah, it's yeah, just a bit of a, like, stupid reason for, you know... um, <laughs> But, uh, obviously, Harper manages to, like, kill all of the French where the two people or three people defending him failed. He manages to loosen himself, and he has, like... I think he has one bullet, basically, and he manages to, like, shoot one of the French, and then he fires the bayonet um, out of his gun and kills the second.
0: <laughs> no, it's the ramrod. It's the ramrod, so, yeah. So, you know, let's, let's just go back to... This isn't... This is not like he's got an M sixteen, although they are all walking around with Mm -hmm. them at their hips, like they are M sixteens. Which is, it's not loaded. Like you're not walking around with a loaded musket, because you because you sneeze and that things go, it's going to go off. So there's nothing in your gun. Like get your sword out. That's
1: if 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 there is something in the gun, then you're in trouble. Yeah,
0: you drop it. The flint, the flintlock's gonna go, and that's it. Anyway, what uh, what what other thing was it arranged right? Yeah. So he's he he manages to
1: shoot this guy who, and there's and there's, it's all very well because. And again, f- so just to kind of turn the point again, actually, so this really important box that the French want so badly, they send three people after. Is the other thing. So there's three people defending it, and they send three people to capture it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think there'd be more effort on both sides to protect this important box. The,
0: the, I know, I know, it's just silly. It's just it's just silly. And I think it's such a shame because I was really invested in this up until the point <laughs> that it turned into a, a, a battle about, you know... A flag and I just thought literally just a flag, that's all we're talking about. I just didn't think that was really
1: I mean again, to be fair, most wars have been over like if not necessarily a flag over like a country and things like that. So effectively at least make it
0: about the town say, Oh, this is a really important strategic town that we need, you know, and that's why we're gonna go and Mm -hmm. do this because it You
1: know, the flag's the golden snitch. Whoever has it wins, you know.
0: (laughs) If only Joe, I think Millions of lives could have been saved in the course of history if that no, was just the
1: case. When they raised the flag, they all shouted Quidditch. And that was. <laughs> you got,
0: ah, oh, we lost. Oh, well.
1: So now it's week. your turn. Then the, the, you know, then the French take the flag, and they have to go to like a town 100 miles away, and the Spanish have to stop them. It's like. <laughs> hey, no cheating.
0: It's our turn with the flag. Oh, that'd be. That sounds like it's way more fun than <laughs> trudging through the Somme, doesn't it? I have it to say. does, yeah.
1: Um, Again, but... thank
0: goodness we're, we're alive when we are. Um, <laughs> we should we really should stop complaining about not living in the 90s because we could live in the 1890s and that would be terrible, you know. We could live in much worse you times.
1: Know, typhoid and cholera around, you know, rampaging through the poor, yeah. Um,
0: pandemics yeah. every week instead of you know instead of just on a yearly basis that we live in now
1: Christ Christ
0: So uh where are we Joe um, we, so,
1: after what happens now, so yeah, so they, they managed to get that. Long story short, they managed to get the flag to this town, and the French are all there waiting for them. Um, and they're obviously, the French are like, oh, you're not going to get the flag taken down or whatever. And then it turns out the Spanish guy is actually the brother of the evil French guy. And the, yeah, um, they have a big fight. Evil French guy gets killed, obviously. Um, it's just nasty. They raise the flag. Um, and then, yeah, Sharp has sex. <laughs> Nothing really happens. Sharp, Sharp has sex in a barn. He, um, he does.
0: He literally does get to roll in the hay, which is he does. You know,
1: good for him. With the with the woman he's been making eyes with since the moment they met. Mm-hmm, 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 um, and mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much the end of the episode. It is, yeah, it is.
0: So, what do you think? Are you going to Because we watched this on. Amazon Prime, which I I think it's included in BritBox, isn't it? If anyone wants to watch it. So that's like there's quite a lot of this, and I think that this was pretty entertaining.
1: Like, I wasn't. I'd I'd watch more. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of what the. It'd be interesting because actually, because of the way the books work, I haven't actually read the book Sharp's Rifles. Um, I have it to read. It's the next Sharp's book I have to read. I think Um, it's the last one
0: that I read. I think I've read maybe four or five. So I don't um, know how
1: accurate this whole thing over the flag is with the book so it'd be interesting to see kind of how they compare um, generally speaking when it comes to like books, TV shows, books, films I tend to prefer the books anyway um, but I would watch more of this This, this definitely would watch more mm.
0: Yeah I think so I, I, I was kind of tempted I was kind of tempted to do exactly that tonight actually because I think it's one of those again it's kind of like it's just light isn't it and as much yeah. as you've been ragging on it it, it, it kind of the, the the slight shitness of it is kind of part of the fun, as it well. is, it's
1: part of the entertainment, it absolutely is. You know, yeah. I'm,
0: and, I'm, and I'm maybe and I may be, um, I may be conceding on an argument we've had before about watching crap television is it worth it? And I would staunchly say, no, it must you must watch something that's good. But maybe this has that sweet spot of being quite good, quite entertaining, but also just fitting in within my interests. I think, and not for me I to think, I think, give part it, up it a little bit.
1: I think part of it is that the show recognizes that it's kind of crap just kind of goes for it like the thing with the so we haven't what we haven't actually covered was the 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 quite um obviously male female turned out to be um lord rothschild the person oh, God, that wellington yeah, was waiting me. for the papers from um so at the end they're like oh where did rothschild go and sharp like he's been here all along sir and like pulls and then, the wig off
0: and then in a comedy in, in like a comedy turn you know he t- and he's like aha it was me all along and everyone's like <gasps> oh. except sharp of course who knew you know and you just think come on come on there must be there must, <laughs> be, there must be there must be better ways but i think that's that part of
1: the reason why this kind of works despite not being the best is because i think it recognizes it's kind of crap and just kind of it doesn't take itself too seriously because of that it just kind of has fun with it. You know, it can't, obviously doesn't have the production value to be able to afford, the, you know, like the full equipment or, you know, the, the, the A-star cast or, you know, the best sets or any of that sort of thing. So it just goes, you know what, it's going to be minimalistic, but people will understand because it, it it's just fun. It, it's Sean Bean swearing for, for 90 minutes. Who doesn't want to watch that?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And... And I think in terms of Sean Bean, this is probably where...
1: Um, he made his name, yeah, I would say.
0: This is where he, 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 he... Yeah, he set off. And from here, this is what, 97? Uh, 93, is this? Oh, 93, sorry. It ended in 97, didn't it? So just a, just a year later, he's in he's mm-hmm. Ronin. So he's, um, only, he's, only,
1: he's only 24
0: at this point. He's already been... During the filming of this, he's also in Patriot Games, GoldenEye,
1: and then obviously... Probably
0: Lord of the Rings. I think is maybe his most well known thing, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and then he's in um, a, f- a few Prince. other things like Try and um, Equilibrium. He's yeah. in Equilibrium and and things. So most of them. I mean, obviously Sean Bean's most famous thing is that he dies in everything um, that he's in. So uh-huh. um,
0: mm-hmm. except this. Except this and Try. He, he in doesn't
1: this. doesn't die in Try. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he's a good actor, isn't he? I like he I like is. Him. It's a shame he's a bit of a piece of shit. He his, is, yes, uh, in yeah. his personal life. Yeah, but you know, I suppose that's you know, can you separate the art artist from the the <laughs> art? Probably yeah. not. Yeah, I
1: mean, even even as an actor, he he is he's a bit of a dick as well, apparently. Because I think there was a thing with like Game of Thrones where they asked him to kind of like try and tone down his northern accent a bit to help the like the younger <laughs> actors, and he refused. He was like, "No, they can learn to speak northern. <laughs> I'm not toning this down. Get stuffed." Um. <laughs> Which I think is a perfect representation of
0: all people from Yorkshire.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your, your, I mean, your
0: accent's quite soft, isn't it, Joe, compared to? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I
1: was born in Leeds, but um, I, I haven't lived in Yorkshire since I was like six months old, really. Whereas so.
0: Dave, who became you know relatively metropolitan in his younger years, and now says "poor" for the for the word "poor." Bower? because <laughs> because he's because he's just slowly turning into a country bumpkin.
1: Um, he also he also doesn't pronounce his h's all the time so he'll say ohm and stuff like that, you know. Um, Absolute I'm, scum. I'm Going ohm. Good for Absolute you, Dave. Absolute Good. And you. I think
0: that, you know, maybe that's the point where we can we can end this episode with our with our favorite pastime which is ragging on Dave. I mean yeah. that's great thing to be it's, it's great kind thing. of the reason we're friends really just to run and
1: dave you know <laughs>
0: exactly <yeah. laughs> any final thoughts on this joe on this i think this has been like this has been fun it's been entertaining it we've we've delved into history we've delved into the past thought a little bit about tv and movies just a little yeah. bit on the side but mostly just Our about love for sean bean
1: was. and uh-huh. you know how insane the british empire was um flags yeah. are stupid i think we've covered <laughs> everything really yeah, that's, that's
0: good that's good anything final to say
1: no no um yeah it, it's fun uh if you get the opportunity watch it there we go there we go right
0: so we'll be back uh next week with a, another movie episode i'm not exactly sure what we're going to be uh doing but we'll i'm sure it'll be as as entertaining as this probably a little bit more mainstream i think we'll maybe go for something a little bit more You know, that maybe people have heard of and watched. Not just something for us to talk about. Coward. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, see anything.